0: Happening, guys. Studio. Morning, studio. Morning. You know, when everything bagel sounds like a good idea, yeah. Until you eat it and you still have all the everything's in your teeth.
1: Yeah, the seeds and whatnot.
0: And then I still smell it on me. Oh,
1: because the onion and garlic.
0: Yeah, like it feels like a good idea until <laughs> afterward. And I haven't had a bagel in forever. But that's what I did there. Uh, here's that voicemail from Amber in Wichita, Kansas.
2: Hi, Bobby. Um, My son, Wyatt, is turning five, and he is obsessed with the show. He listens to the Target song and the Chick-fil-A song all the time. He loves it when Morgan number 2 wins because Fear Never Broke My Heart is his favorite song, which... I don't know how I should feel about that. But he told me that this year for his birthday he wanted you to say happy birthday or sing happy birthday to him, so if you could do that, this mom would be super excited. He listens to the show with me uh, when we drive to and from pre K. Alright,
0: Wyatt, happy birthday, bud. You're five years old. You can almost vote. Mm-hmm. Drink beer like Luke Combs. Go to school. You know? Well that's yeah, that's <laughs> That's, yeah, that's a real <laughs> It's weird too that your kids like songs that they don't know aren't appropriate? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you've experienced this too.
1: Oh, yes. Like WAP or whatever that Whoa, is. Oh, they You're, like
0: that one? You know, your daughter doing TikTok dances to songs that she has no idea what they oh, mean? Yeah,
1: no Boy. idea. Thank goodness, no idea. But, yeah, it's got to calm down a little bit.
0: She, her, because Caitlin and Amy's <laughs> daughter made cookies the other day. And so Stashira came over, they made cookies, and... So she asked Caitlin. let's do a TikTok dance. And Caitlin's like, I, I can't dance to that song with you. <laughs> she doesn't know? She no. doesn't know?
1: She doesn't know. But we actually had a talk about that last night. She was pulling up something to play, and I heard the lyrics, and I thought, oh, and she said, what? I don't understand what's bad, but she, it, she doesn't understand what they're suggesting with the words.
0: And we didn't either when we were kids. Right, honestly. I know. I
1: used to be like, feel a little boat coming through
0: on you. What? What's that? What Next, is that? too close. Step oh.
1: back, you're dancing kind of close. I mean, what? I can't believe they would let us dance to that at school dances.
0: The song that I'm thinking of with your daughter goes, is it the same one?
1: I don't even know. You know that one, Mike? I don't know. I just know that I told her we can't play that anymore, but you have to be careful with how you do it because then that makes them want to play it more. Oh,
3: sure. And then research what it means.
1: Right.
0: Science agrees. The more you age, the tougher it is to remember things. Scientists have found that your brain stops making new cells around the age of 13. Oh, It's different for everyone, but that's the average. After that, no more additional cells, only subtraction. Oh, that's awesome. why your memory gets worse with age, and it's sometimes hard to remember things compared to when we were young. So if you really need to remember something important, tell your kids. They have more brain cells than anybody. Yeah, good. But don't worry about losing brain cells, they say, because the average brain has about 100 billion cells, but you do lose a little at a time. I cannot memorize a script to save my life. I have to do it over and over and over again and almost build a muscle memory with my mouth more than remembering anything. Wow. A woman in Australia who won almost $150,000 in the lottery ignored messages from lottery officials for 10 days because she thought it was a scam. She thought they were trying to get a hold of her for some money reason that wasn't real. An Australian woman who won the six-figure lottery said she was unaware of her win <laughs> and that everything happening to her, emails, calls, were all a scam. I had no idea I won. No idea whatsoever. I'd received some emails. I got some calls. I just deleted them. Then she got a letter in the mail, checked her account, and she had won a jackpot of $146,879. Congratulations to her. Didn't even want it that much.
4: Yeah, not dead. I mean, answer the phone, people. When someone says you win the lottery, you can't not take that call.
0: Yes, you can. I don't think I would trust it. No way. No, no, it makes sense that she ignored that. Like, how do. are they supposed to get a hold of... First of all, how do they know she won? I'm sure that's some game where they have... Yeah,
4: they must have something in Australia where you have some game where you register. But my thing is, if they call and email, there's no, scammers only go one or the other. They're not going both. So I'm going with... I'm answering that phone. Every scammer now is like, all right.
0: <laughs> Remember to do both. We know who he is. Uh, finally, you ever wondered how much money the TikTokers make? Because we're talking about TikTok. Yeah. On, on videos? So TikTok's Creators Fund... Say that an influencer can expect to make 2 to 4 cents every 1,000 views. So, 500,000 views on a video, 20 bucks. Oh,
3: man. What? That's rough.
0: So, if you're someone with a staggering number of followers, that might add up, but it's not easy. If you want to quit your day job and chase TikTok, just know it's tough. Yeah. I've got a few TikToks that are over 3 million. So, you make like... I could probably make 25 bucks. I mean, nothing.
1: But So how yeah. do you end up getting money? Yeah, how do you money? get paid? You have to sign up. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't okay. know. I don't know how you make money off YouTube. The company makes money off our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, you have no We idea. just post the videos. <laughs> Always appreciate you guys sending us emails. Let's open up the mailbag.
5: You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah.
0: Hello, Bobby. My name is Lisa. My fiance and I just bought our first home. We're getting married in February. We haven't been able to go one day without fighting over how to decorate our house. We have different tastes. But I feel like I'm the woman of the house and should get the final say. He's really holding his ground when it comes to couches, coffee tables, and the dining room furniture. Now, I appreciate his passion, but I've always wanted to decorate my dream house, and he's ruining the experience. Shouldn't I get the final say because I'm the woman of the house? How can we come to some sort of agreement on this? Signed. Lisa, first of all, I'm not a guy that's big on gender roles. I'll tell you that right now. You're not going to win me over by going, well, if I'm the man, I should do this. If I'm the woman, I should do this. So that isn't going to do it for me. However, I don't think you're in the wrong totally. I think if this is so important to you and you want to gain something, because he wants to do something too, but to gain in life, you have to give. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If it's a trade-off with a person, if it's hard work to get to your goal, you have to give to get So what is it that he wants that you can trade him out? Is it a new set of golf clubs? And not to be gender specific, is it a ballet uniform? You know, I don't (laughs) want to say just golf clubs are for men. But in order to get, you have to give, my recommendation, the encouragement that I have for you, Lisa, is to go to him and say, this has been my dream to decorate my house. And I know that you have a lot you want to say, but I'm willing to give up. So what is it that you want and I do think you'll get to a better place because of it. And maybe in the end he picks out like one coffee table, but he gets to go away, gets to on the weekend go hang out with his with his guy. I don't know, but that's where it is. It's in compromise. That way it'll stop the fighting, too. That's my that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Amy, what do you think about that? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think you just have to compromise. And you'll find a groove, hopefully, and figure it out. I mean, it's just the beginning, but I feel like wow, if it's starting off this way. Well, but here's <laughs>
0: the groove. The groove is if that's what you really want, give me something I really want. Yeah.
1: Life
3: is that groove. You know, I really wanted a coffee table for years, and my wife said, no coffee table. You don't have one at all? Room. No, we have one now, and that's the story. Is is But so
1: what did y'all have?
3: Uh, nothing. She said she was worried that the kids would bump their heads in the coffee Absolutely. table or whatever. It. Yes, okay? So I said, fine. So I, said, I gave her that win. She got it. But guess what? One year for my birthday, what did she get me? A coffee table that I always wanted. So maybe that'll work. Just say, you know what? Okay, you can have it your way, but she already knows how much... You want but, the living room or the house to be a certain way.
0: I hate
1: hearing like your way, my way. What can we figure out a way to do it? Our way?
0: The, our way is we both get what we want. Yeah. That's our way. If she's dead set on decorating this house her way, which it sounds like, then she has to give in to something that he's wanted his way. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to come to a mutual agreement. That's already been up for grabs and it hasn't happened.
1: And sometimes when we're so committed to our way it's time to maybe go i'm just saying for her if she's really like this is how it has to be maybe it's time to reflect and look inward and go look in the mirror
0: (laughs) and that sounds great for long-term growth i'm talking about this one thing
1: but yeah but this could be the one thing that gets her to look deep inside like why are you so obsessed with it being this way
0: Give her. Give them football with the boys. Nice. <laughs> nice. Then go look in the mirror. But you or, get, or, or, or ballet, ballet with Or boys. ballet with the boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. thank you for emailing us. Morgan, if someone wants to email us, what do they do?
2: Mailbag at bobbybones.com.
0: We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's
4: Mailbag.
0: Yeah. Kevin in North Carolina. You're on the phone and I appreciate that. What's going on with you?
4: I heard that you were colorblind. Yeah. And I have a question for you about a Christmas gift. Okay, go ahead. My cousin is colorblind, and I was thinking about getting him some of these uh, glasses that apparently can uh, allow colorblind people to see colors. And I didn't know what your thoughts were on if you'd ever tried them, if they work, and if it was like a... If you give that as a gift, is it like giving like a handicapped person a cane or something? Like, you know, I don't want to be.
0: What's wrong with that? If I needed a cane, I'd love a cane. <laughs> yeah, <In> a Wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heck yeah, man. Um, here, Listen, I'm really colorblind. I've tried them because one of my eyes doesn't work at all. They were funky for me. Like, so a, a little bit when I tried them on, but I have friends that are colorblind that it's changed their world. I think for most folks that are colorblind, if you can identify which colorblind they are, it'll help. I think it's a great gift. I mean, if you're colorblind and someone's going to give you some glasses to see color, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So I would say it is a great gift. You know, I had two different eye appointments in the last week. Um, went to the, um, Caitlin's dad is an eye doctor. And so went and just did an eye check. And so I'm going through and my right eye doesn't work. But I've, And I've always told Caitlin my right eye's not good. And she's like, Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, a, <laughs> And so I had her sit in the room while her dad and he, does the exam and he's like, Yeah, listen, you're legally blind. You have almost no vision out of your right eye at all. And then I was like, Boom, what do you think about that? She goes, You're so weird right now. You're bragging. <laughs> bragging, <laughs> yeah. bragging that your eye doesn't work. You're bragging. Nice. And because so, you know I love a good sympathy story. <laughs> and so uh, then I did the colorblind test. And there are certain of those, because there's a circle and there's a number hidden in it somewhere. And some of oh, them yeah. I can see perfectly the light color, the the light number in the dark circle I will nail but when you get greens and browns together I can't see anything there were there was a moment during the test I was like are you screwing with me there's nothing there. <laughs> It looked to me, because I could never see those things. You remember those, you would stare at the poster and they would come out at you? Yeah, dinosaurs and stuff. Did you guys ever yeah. see those? Yeah, 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 No. Yeah, I couldn't either. Oh, really? Never. 3D ones? Oh, it was,
4: you would sit there at the mall for 30 minutes and be so frustrated, and I'd be like, these are the stupidest thing ever. Uh, yeah, Kevin, have at it. I think if you can afford them and get them for your friend, get them. Yeah, they're a little bit pricey. That's why I didn't want to kind of jump into it if you thought it might be a bad investment.
0: Which is why I led with if you can afford them, because they are a little bit pricey. But if you can afford yeah. them, I think they're a great investment. Because it's
1: probably not something your friend will buy for themselves, so it's a good gift.
0: All right, bud. Okay, well, thanks. Y'all have a great day. See you later. Appreciate that. Let me play this. This is Lauren from Arkansas.
2: I just wanted to tell you that I love your show and you're such an inspiration for me and a lot of other people in Arkansas, but especially me. I just, I love listening to your show and I love you and I think you're awesome. And yeah, so yeah, I would just, yeah. So yeah, shout out from Arkansas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Blue pig, (laughs) Suey. All right. So
0: yeah. There you have it. (laughs) That's a great call. I appreciate that. (laughs) it's time for the good news
5: with Amy Tell me something good.
1: So shout out to this Army vet, Paul Laird. He now runs a successful HVAC business, and he started a nonprofit to go along with the business, and it's called the Veterans Home Improvement Project, and he's installing heating systems, fixing roofs, replacing windows, and more for other veterans and servicemen and women, and he's doing it at no charge. He plans to set aside $100 from each of his paid jobs to help fund this nonprofit, and he's getting all the materials and labor donated. That's awesome. Awesome. Love it.
0: Yep, yeah, that's what it's all about right there, friends. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for World Class Advice Giver.
2: It's Bobby Bones, World Class Advice Giver.
0: All right, here's a voicemail we got last night. Hi, Bobby. Morning, studio. Now that we're getting into the Christmas season, I was hoping to get your opinion on Christmas cards. For
2: example, whenever our family gets Christmas cards, we put them on display until Christmas is over. But last year, I was handing out Christmas cards, and I gave one to a co-worker, and an hour later, I saw that it was in her trash can. So I was just curious to get your all opinions on what Christmas card etiquette you may have. Thanks. Love the show.
0: Thank you for that. With cards, you have to give them knowing that once you give them, them they're out of your hands. Some people are going to display them. Some people are going to take them into their own heart and be like, oh, I appreciate that, and then toss it away. Not everyone keeps cards. This is the same thing with birthday cards. I get a birthday card. I love it. A smile, I throw it away. I got what you were trying to get to me in that card. You're like the coworker. Yeah. I wouldn't throw it away at work, though. Like, that's a bad move. Yeah, be smart Take, it home, it. Take it, it home away. and throw it away. <laughs> but when you give a card for any reason, everyone handles cards differently. Not everyone puts a card up. Amy, if you get a Christmas card, what do you do with it?
1: I mean, I hold on to them, and I don't hang them up like some people, which I always think is cool. I'm jealous of that. But I hold on to them until the season's up, and then I throw them away. Great.
0: Eventually, we're going to throw them away. They're not going to a museum. Some people hold them forever. Okay. Well, they're nuts.
1: They put it on a ring. And they end up
0: on that show Hoarders.
1: I don't know. I think it's cool to look back over the years at how the families have changed. I, I, I just, maybe I wish I was that person. I'm just not.
0: My advice to you is let it go. She probably enjoyed the message, probably enjoyed the card. You can't hold her accountable for how she interprets a Christmas card. Everybody agree with that? Yes. yes. Yep. It stinks. But I just know when I get a card, I do enjoy it, love it, thank you for the message, toss. But it worked. Ugh. Should we just get rid of Christmas cards altogether? No, no. Yes. I okay. think yeah. a lot of people oh. feel good about sending them out. Okay, I don't send them out, but I, I eventually will, I think. I think once I have a family, and if Caitlin cares about that, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll send them might. out. Yeah, she might care yeah. about that. Uh, Next up, this is David from Mississippi. I just had a quick question. It's on a neighbor
5: letting their dog poop in my yard. It's not like I'm catching them on a security cam or anything. I'm out of my yard and my neighbor across the street brings her little Yorkie over and just lets the Yorkie poop on my grass. While I'm staring at her, and she does this multiple times. So I was wondering if y'all could give me some feedback on what I should do, how I should handle the situation. Because if I go over there and talk to her, I don't think it's going to do a bit of good.
0: Well, if you see her doing it, I don't think there's anything wrong with yelling, hey, keep your dog from pooping in my yard. Or can you pick that up, right? Absolutely. (laughs) If you're seeing it happen or you have proof of it happening, like on a camera, absolutely say something. It's going to be tough to go knock on the door and go, I saw it. (laughs) Because you can just go, nope.
3: Yeah.
0: My advice is, if you see her doing it, you need to say something then while it's happening. She's been doing it. Obviously, she didn't give a crap. Mm -hmm. Pun intended. Nice. (laughs) Love it. Thank you. (laughs) Let's walk down the list of famous people that we think we've seen driving their cars around town. (laughs) Amy Amy has Dolly Parton. Amy, Amy saw Dolly Parton. It was confirmed it was Dolly Parton. She came in and confirmed that.
1: 100%.
0: Okay. But now we get to the ones where we're not so sure. Eddie, who did you see?
3: Uh, first, I saw Taylor Swift driving. Uh, maybe I saw her cat in the passenger seat. Cannot confirm that. And then I saw Ben Folds from Ben Folds 5. And Taylor was driving a what? A Toyota Corolla, something like that. But- by herself. Maybe a Camry. Yeah, by herself. Yeah.
1: Okay. But also Ben was in Australia at the time, right?
0: And Ben Folds was in Australia. Yeah. So you're at best one for two, probably over two. I'll take it. Raymundo, who have you seen?
5: Saw Eric Church. He was driving. I thought a Mercedes-Benz. Apparently, he doesn't have that type of vehicle, so it was not the chief. (laughs) Okay, well, we're adding another one to our list today. Come on. Who who now is on the list? Ready for it? Go ahead. Tennille... Towns was driving not a normal vehicle, it was a jacked up truck. I'm talking smokestacks in the back, two <laughs> big old mud tires. She had the uh, mud flaps, it looked like she'd been off roading. Stop it! Could wow. not believe it was her. Her songs are so gentle and soft, and this is totally unlike her to drive that around town. It is a big, big vehicle. Can you play me a little to Neil Towns? Somebody's died.
0: you think that you saw her driving around in a massive truck?
5: Yeah, and I was probably a foot from her because I was turning the corner, and she may have also been listening to this song. It sounded like her type of music.
0: (laughs) So you think she was listening to her own song while she was driving a a jacked up truck? Yeah! Okay, I think I can probably get her on later on the show. I I mean, I know Tanil well, so I'll try to get her on later on the show, and we'll see if it's true. I just don't see her driving a massive truck. No.
1: Nope.
0: Not at all. But...
1: Could it be belong to somebody in her life?
0: Maybe. we'll, We'll ask her. I'm pretty sure I can get her on. Are you doing Elf on the Shelf, Amy?
1: Well, I never have before because my kids didn't know about it. And my daughter, she's 13, so it's fine. But I guess they talk about it at school. So my son came home and said, Mom, why don't we have the elf that moves around from room to room? And I thought, dang it. Okay. So it's so last minute. I tried to find an elf on the shelf. I couldn't find one anywhere that I could get. And my sister was flying in like the next day after he said that. So I called her and she's got kids that are older now. So I said, did you ever have elf on the shelf and do you still have it? And she said, I did and I still do. So she brought it with her. So now we have an elf on the shelf borrowed from my sister. And yeah, I'm having to do all that Stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Stupid. It's stupid. I'm gonna read that book, and then, and then, and then, the and then the elf didn't move, and then he was freaking out because he's like, the elf didn't move, and I'm like, well, I don't know why it didn't move. I guess it got tired and fell asleep <laughs> over there by the window. So maybe it'll move You're tomorrow.
0: Like, the elf's like mom. Sometimes he just gets tired. It doesn't really right. go anywhere. And
1: I see some moms on Instagram, and I'm not hating. It's probably just that I'm jealous that I am not that creative or I just don't care that much. Uh, because they go all out. And these elves have activities that they 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 set up little arts and crafts stations for their kids, and the elf is also doing it. And then they they put the elf in like little cute they go to the Michaels or Hobby Lobby and buy all these cute little elf sized things for the elf and then the elf uses them. <laughs> oh like, boy. That is just <laughs> like the last thing on my list, which I part of me struggles with being a mom. But this is that where you have to step back and realize, okay, you can't compare yourself to people on Instagram. I'm still good. a good mom. that's, yeah,
0: that's good. good. Very nice. All right. Well, good luck with the elf on the shelf. Do you do it all the way till Christmas?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know that I'm doing it how you're supposed to, but yeah. (laughs) It's not going
0: to move all, all (laughs) December. (laughs) All right, got this voicemail last night. Here you go.
4: My question is, Mike B uh, was sharing his uh, password with his at the time girlfriend and you had talked uh, about how you would never share your passwords. So fast forward, are you sharing your passwords, Kalen? This
2: question I got. Hope you guys all have a great day.
0: That must've been a long time. We talked about that. Um, I, she has my phone code to get into your phone. Yeah, it's not a thing, and I don't even know most of my passwords now. I just save them on my phone. It's like, would you like to use the password XLP Dave? <laughs> exclamation point upside down. So that's most of my passwords now. So I don't even know my passwords. So, but yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything to hide. But passwords are just a different beast now because yeah. everybody's trying to hack into everything. Especially for me, people try to hack my crap all the time. Um, but no, I don't even know my passwords. But if she wanted them, she could have them. You know, if she wanted to log into my Twitter and see what the tweets were all about. So oh nice. what
1: Bobby is saying is he's changed his tune. Nah. Yeah, you just said. I He's saying by. that back then you said, no way, I'm not never, I'm not ever I had, sharing my basketball. But I
0: hadn't met the right person yet. That's that made, what I mean. Those, there's no tune changing. There's a tune <laughs> modification. Okay. okay. I'm, there's a tune pivot. Mm-hmm. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: So Ranker.com put out the best country songs of the 2000s. And I want to see if you agree with the top five. Just in general,
0: huh? Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, did the 2010s count in the 2000s? Because the 90s were awesome. Really enjoyed 2010s. I felt like that's a big turd. It was just pretty turdy in that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my favorite time for country music.
1: I agree. I'm looking at the list. It's the 2000, I think, to 2010. So the 2010s are not in this. Okay. Do not think. Okay, top five it is kind of turdy.
0: Well, and these are the ones voted but, the best.
1: Right. Because one there are some good. great
0: McGraw and Chesney songs in that mix. There are some really good songs. Some Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah, that's true. But in general, wasn't the best era for country music alright number 5
1: Kenny Chesney Don't Blink great oh, song that's
0: phenomenal all right. these songs are gonna be good by yeah the they way. are it's the best 5 it's a good one number oh, 4 cool.
1: Brooks and Dunn Red Dirt Road oh,
0: yeah. Red yeah good road. not their best work but still good like their best work is Neon Moon oh, oh way for early, sure. 90's for sure yeah baby uh, what else
1: Carrie Underwood Before He Cheats
0: Humongous song, country, pop, massive, worldwide smash. Hard to keep that one out. What else?
1: Toby Keith, the courtesy of the red, white, and blue.
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody remembers the boot line. Yeah, that's the boot one. Yeah. And
1: You're going to love this. Brad Paisley, Whiskey Lullaby featuring Allison. Cross. Yeah, it's
0: a, it's one of the best country songs ever. Fine. But after hearing all those, you still didn't convince me. <laughs> the, the 2000s wasn't, yeah, no, it, no, it wasn't I know. the best era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else?
1: Uh, having the talk with your kids just once is not enough. So if you're a parent, you know you got to have the talk. You know what the talk is. And you need to have it at least once a year. Once a year? They say that uh, really? when families discuss this topic more frequently, children are more likely to feel open enough to talk to their parents and ask questions instead of finding out elsewhere, which can lead down, you know, lead to other situations maybe you don't want to deal with.
0: I never had a talk with anyone. Me either. Just it was just like find out from people at school, which is terrible. And I still don't know.
1: (laughs) And by the way, I'm afraid to ask a
0: few things still.
1: There's books that will help you. You can have the talk when they're in elementary. That might seem weird, but you can just start at least talking comfortably about bodies and whatnot but then by middle school and high school that's when they say you should start having it yearly so don't think you have to In the top- high school middle school and high school continue the oh, conversation I was 11th
0: grade and someone tried my mom tried to come up to,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no you just
0: oh man
1: having <laughs> the talk
0: how do you keep bringing that up though remember that talk we had last year son so you have your notes from last week <laughs> hold them out. bring those back out again <laughs> show me that sketchy you Drew your home. Your homework was to draw this body part so awkward no
1: uh, but, but you get the logic behind if the of more course. you talk about it the more comfortable they will feel absolutely alright I'm Amy that's my pile that
0: was
5: Amy's pile of stories (laughs) It's time for the good news
1: With Lunchbox Mm -hmm.
4: There's a couple guys in North Carolina They're working on a house, remodeling it And they hear something screaming They're like, hey, do you hear that cat? And they listen again. They're, no, that's someone yelling, help, oh. help. And they go down the road a little bit, and there's a six-year-old boy in a pond. He had wandered away from home, and he's wow. in the 40-degree water. And the guy just runs, jumps in, swims 40 yards, grabs the six-year-old, and pulls him to safety. Whoa. Could he see him? He could see him bobbing in the water, a six-year-old, and the six-year-old had autism, and he kind of wanders from home sometimes. Wow. And so he went out the back door and ended up in the pond, and these carpenters working on the house just happened to hear him, and they said, God put us there. Saved him. Yep. That is crazy. That's awesome.
0: That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I hate to be the judger of baby names because I don't always know the story behind the name. What do you think of the name, Sunny, as a first name? Cute. Yeah, right? Yeah. S-U-N-N-Y, Sunny. The middle name is Disposition. I'm not kidding. <laughs> the mom has named the kid Sunny Disposition. huh? And then the last name.
1: But why?
0: The mom-to-be recently shared that when it came to naming the baby girl, her husband let her choose, quote, whatever name she wanted, as long as it wasn't something stupid. The mom chose the name Sunny, which is normal enough, but her sister-in-law is the one that had the issue after hearing the child's middle name.
1: Oh. Sunny, di- <laughs> what if you are cheerful, you're off. You're well, yeah, I know what sunny disposition to is. Sun is. I, I oh, had a Google, it. I, I, had to Google
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was something with lawyer terms. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, a that's a <laughs> deposition. <laughs> well, I thought you were bad. gonna say the mom's a lawyer, <laughs> 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 swear.
1: But I did have to look it up because <laughs> thank I, you,
4: Amy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a sunny disposition is like a positive outlook, like something uh-huh. like a,
1: Yeah, because your disposition it is a weird middle
3: name, though. Yeah, middle name's kind of trash, though, right? No, I love my middle name, I've never used my middle name ever. Luis.
1: Well.
3: <laughs> never. See? I like Louise. Yeah, I know. What I, I'm saying is like, I've never like, said that in my a, life. I
0: had a great aunt named Louise. Okay, that's different. Oh. Eddie Louise? <laughs> we should start calling him that. No. no Producer Eddie Louise. No. <laughs> all right, let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. Let's go.
1: The
0: morning corny.
1: What do you call a woman who sets fire to all of her bills?
0: What do you call a woman who sets fire to all of her bills?
1: Bernadette. Bernadette.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny.
1: And I didn't even know you were about to talk about names, and I had a name joke.
0: Bernadette. Oh, wow, even you, better. You really nailed it there. <laughs> On the phone right now is Tennille Towns. Here's a, a clip of Somebody's Daughter from Tennille. Play this. Somebody's
2: daughter. Somebody how are you i'm good how are you doing
0: really good we were talking on the show earlier this morning and raymundo claims ray why don't you tell her what your claim is
5: yeah, so, Tenille, I passed you at a stoplight, and I was turning in, so I was it ended up being about a foot from you, from your window, and I saw you driving a rather large truck. It looked like you'd been out four-wheeling on some two-track or something, but it seemed very big, almost like you had to hop up to get into this truck. It was that jumbo, and I thought I would never imagine Tenille Towns would drive that kind of a truck. So that was crazy. I passed you, and I can't believe that's kind of a jacked-up lifestyle you have.
0: Okay, so, Tenille, don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. <laughs> Raymundo, you also heard her listening to what song? I believe she was also listening to somebody's daughter. <laughs> okay, Tanil, do you have a jacked up truck?
2: Okay, I don't have a jacked
0: up truck. I do drive a truck. Yeah. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait. What? What color was the truck that you saw? Uh,
5: it was a dark color. I want to say green, but definitely a dually. It had those ranch type tires. Is that true, Tanil?
0: That is not true. Okay, see, it's not her. And were you he, listening at a stoplight to somebody's daughter? Definitely not.
1: <laughs> Cranking it up.
0: So we're like one for ten guys on celebrities oh, around town boy. driving. <laughs> Tanu, how I are mean, you by listen- the way?
2: I'm doing good. I'm so good to talk to you guys. Uh, I was, I'm like, if it if it had come on the radio, I would definitely celebrate it, and I would turn it up, but I would not naturally be listening to my own song, Driving Around.
0: Well, he came in this morning and was claiming he saw you in a jacked-up dually listening to your own song, Sitting at a Stoplight. <laughs>
2: That's not true. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey,
0: I saw you on Instagram making kits for the homeless community here in town. How long did it take you to yeah. make those? 350 kits. And how did you get people to donate?
2: So we did these cameo videos that people can, like, request for video messages, and all the proceeds went towards being able to get supplies for these kits. And then, you know, we just took an afternoon and put them together. It was really fun. I'm so glad that everyone was was generous to, to be a part of that this holiday season. It was really cool to see that come together.
4: What do you think
0: is the best Christmas song of all time, and by who?
1: Ooh...
0: Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: I do. I I think that the Christmas song, Chestnuts are Roasting on an Open Fire, is my favorite.
0: Is there a a person or is it just the old school? It doesn't matter who it is as long as it's someone who's already dead.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) As long as it's good and classic, you know?
0: (laughs) What is your favorite non-classic Christmas song?
2: I think I was going to say Hard Candy Christmas. I love Kathy Ashton's version of that song
0: this year. Okay, Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm just going to ask you some random Christmas questions. How about... Okay, cool. What is the one Christmas movie that you can watch over and over again?
2: The Holiday.
0: Is that a love story? Is that Jude Law?
2: Yes, (laughs) it's a love story, and it's like the best house swap, and I don't know. It just makes me happy when I see it.
0: Tanil, great to talk to you. You don't drive a jacked-up dually. You weren't listening to your own song. Raymundo didn't see you, (laughs) but you did sing the Christmas song, and I'm going to play it now, okay?
2: You guys are the best. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas,
0: Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'll play you a quote from a famous Christmas movie. You just have to name the movie. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox. For example, if I were to play this.
4: We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup.
0: All right, very easily. What is that one, guys? Elf. 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 Right. You'd all be moving on to the next round.
5: Great. Oh, simple. All right,
0: this... Survivor style. Here we go. <laughs> name this Christmas movie. To our merry Christmas, God bless us.
2: God bless us. God bless us, everyone.
4: Lunchbox threw his pen down like he doesn't know it. <laughs>
1: it's 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 it's, oh it's, it's
4: the guy I said the other day, Tiny Tim. I know, but what's the name? Of <laughs> I have no idea. What's Come on, guys. Um, play that again, Raymundo.
0: To our Merry Christmas. God oh. bless us.
2: God bless us. God bless us, everyone.
1: Oh! Mm hmm. I don't know, guys.
0: Amy, what do you have?
1: Miracle on 34th Street.
0: <laughs> Lunchbox, what do you have? Mr. Scrooge. Eddie? It is a Christmas carol.
1: That's it. I and ain't...
0: that quote is from Tiny Tim. <laughs> I know it's
4: no. Oh, that's the name of the movie. It's Tiny no, Tim. No, 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 no. no. Are we supposed oh. to
1: say who the quote is or what the movie is? It
4: the movie, uh, but that oh, okay. is Tiny Tim. Well, yeah, I knew it was know Tiny that. Tim. But I didn't we know don't what know movie, movie Tiny
1: Tim was in.
0: But you know me; you should have known I was going to come back firing with Tiny Tim to start off the game.
4: <laughs> well, you did, and I knew it was Tiny Tim, but I still didn't know what movie Tiny Tim was in. Uh, oh, that's Bones, so Did I just win the game?
0: Well. You know, Eddie, I hate to call you the winner already. <laughs> I mean we can always change the rules and just go. Yeah, we'll change the rules into a points based <laughs> system. You. All right. That was a tough one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, name this one. Come
2: back, come in, come back. The right. boomerang. what are you
1: gonna do? I don't hold a boomerang. Come back, come back. <laughs> Alright, Amy? A Christmas story.
0: Lunchbox? A Christmas story. Eddie? A Christmas story. Is that where he got his tongue on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta go, the bell rang. All right, name this one. I
2: never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love.
0: Can you name that Christmas movie?
4: Okay, Amy?
1: A Charlie Brown Christmas.
4: Lunchbox? A Charlie Brown Christmas.
3: Eddie? I have a Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: Correct. (laughs) All right, here we go. A little harder. Next up. Denny's. It's always open. I don't want to eat here. What are you talking about? Everybody likes Denny's. It's an American institution. Everybody likes Denny's. It's an American institution.
4: Amy?
1: Santa Claus.
4: Lunchbox? I've never seen it, but the Santa Claus. Eddie? I have Santa Claus. Correct. You're all
3: right.
0: We're now to the final one. You're going to need Eddie to miss this, and you guys have to get it right. Here is number five.
3: But sometimes seeing
0: is believing.
3: And sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see.
0: (laughs) Amy? The Grinch. Nope. Lunchbox? Lunchbox? Polar Express. Correct. Good
4: job. Yeah. Good job. If I Eddie just got Tom Hanks' right.
0: voice. If Eddie gets it right, he wins. If he misses it, we go to Tiebreaker. Eddie. I <sighs> got it. What do you have?
3: There's no way I'm going to miss a Tom Hanks movie. I have a Polar Express. There it is. Come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice job, Eddie.
3: What again?
0: Come on. What, what do you credit all this Christmas wisdom to, Eddie?
3: Oh, just years and years of watching Christmas mus- uh, movies every year. Polar Express, this is all part of the list. A Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, all my favorites, Bones. I love Christmas movies.
0: If you only get one to watch until Christmas Day from now out, what do you watch? From 1942,
3: Black and White, It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Amy, what do you watch?
1: Oh, Elf.
4: Lunchbox? I'd have to go Elf. A Christmas Story, I really like that one, but Elf holds up better, and it's a lot funnier, more current.
0: Elf is good. I love the Santa Claus, if I had to pick, though. I've never watch seen that. it. Me I'm too. I'm going to watch it's it good. this year. I've
4: never watched it. I'm putting it on the list. I'm doing it for the first time.
3: You don't don't they have it. like three of them, though, Bones?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but just do Santa Claus 1. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. with Tim Allen. Have you, have you not seen it, Eddie? No, I've never seen it.
1: Oh. I thought great. you were like Mr. Christmas movie.
3: Nah, I that. Seen that yeah, that That's what he accredits everything to. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen Die Hard. My heart's not a
0: Christmas movie. Okay. This happens at Christmas.
4: Okay.
0: It's time for the good news.
4: With Bobby. Damn, it's something good.
0: Man, this stinks. At least at first. An elderly dog who was dumped at a shelter in San Francisco with a giant tumor on her chest is now living her best life. Boo Boo, the 13-year-old wiener dog, who was never taken in to have the tumor treated, and she was... Literally dragging it on the ground because she could barely walk and this terrible owner just dropped her off at the dump. Oh, I hate that. She was found. Got the care she needed. Took her to the vet. The vet removed a 3.2 ma- uh, pound mass, which is about a third of her body weight. It wasn't cancerous. After the surgery, boo-boo was adopted by Ashley Suster, who says her new pet has bounced back beautifully. Quote, she especially loves running around. I think because it's been so long since she was able to run around. Man, those people that drop that dog off like that... That's that's awful. But for Ashley Schuster and these vets and the Muttville Senior Dog Rescue, that's amazing. Shout out to you guys. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So you bounced a check?
1: Yeah, my daughter needed a check for something on her soccer oh. team was due. Soccer season's over, but I guess we owed something. So not only that, season's already over, and I was trying to pay late for something. Then I get an email that the check bounced.
4: <laughs> Dang. Were you embarrassed? Feel- A little
1: bit. But then I realized I wrote it from a checkbook that no longer, the account doesn't exist. Like These are checks from, I don't know. 10 years ago. Don't even ask me how they came to the surface. Maybe when we moved, it got just put around and it was in the drawer. So I thought that was a valid check. Should have checked the address. (laughs) It's like North Carolina or something. But I wrote the check and yeah, now I have to... Send in the, the legit <laughs> text. But it did take me back to when I was in my 20s. I used to, when I was writing checks, sometimes I would literally be doing the math and thinking like, oh, I hope this goes through. What's well, yeah. the
0: difference between a hot check and bounce check? Well, a
1: hot check is Stolen. you know, or you know there's no, it's not good for anything.
0: Yeah, but how can they prove you know or right, don't know? Exactly. Yeah. We had little things. We couldn't pay the bills, but we had little tricks we would do.
1: What were, what were your tricks?
0: Well, one of them was you mail off the bill with the bill in it but you leave it the envelope unsealed and when they call and go hey we got it but the check must have fallen out nice and it well no not nice we were literally poor (laughs) and we were trying to find out ways to keep our water
1: oh and it would extend it
0: yeah it would be like wait the check's not in there with it I remember my mom saying that and they were like no it's not and they would give us 14 days Mm. to get another check in and hopefully by that time you could have made the money to do it or you can send the check and not sign it And write everything in there, but just don't sign it because they can't put it through. Same thing. But they go, hey, so sorry to bother you. We got your check. It isn't signed. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. By the time it's already been three days, hopefully it gives you a buffer time to have to pay the bills. So a lot of those little tricks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But
4: yeah, I guess, is a hot hot check not just a stolen check?
1: I don't. No, a hot check is if
4: you just intentionally write one when you know you don't have money in the account. Yeah. I don't know how they can tell the difference, but yeah, if you Google it, that's what they say. But it, maybe it's because you write a bunch of checks over and over so you know you don't have the amount. Did they put your picture on the wall, Amy? Where they're like, don't oh, trust a check man. from this person. I've seen those.
0: At the bank drive-thru, those are bad. <laughs> uh, here's Lunchbox. Uh, dropping his name to get VIP treatment.
4: Where were you? I was at the Dancing Lights. It's like a display where they have light Christmas lights and they're synced with the music in your car. And I'm talking the line was hours long hours long. I was like, there is no way I'm sitting in this line this long with my two kids and my status of radio. So I just pull up to the cop I just went up to the left side and I said, hey man look, I'm Lunchbox. Come on. like You gotta let me go on the left side, right? So this is audio of... By the way, I don't agree with this. This is me showing you that when you drop your name you get VIP treatment. This is how you operate in the world. When there's a long line and you're, you got stature
0: use it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have a little something to say after this clip, but I want to hear the clip first. All right, here is Lunchbox apparently dropping his name to cut a long line.
4: I'm supposed to be going to the far left lane. Okay. Yeah, right, big you deal. Mean... Celebrity can get to cut the line. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Lunchbox does it. Hey, do you want to follow this left lane all the way to All the way up? All right, cool. That's all I'm talking about. today. These, these people don't understand. I'm going to have to wait. They would have beat you up. Yeah, those like mor- they <laughs> Were those to. horns mad at you? Oh, they were not happy. They were not happy because I was holding up the line because I was trying to convince this cop, hey, man, let me go over here to the left. I see that there's another, like, coned-off entrance. Let me go that way and not sit in this line. Here's the problem I have. You didn't just get by
0: with stature. You lied to the cop and said you were supposed to be in the left lane.
4: <laughs> well, I saw one car do it. And I was like, that must be a VIP lane. That must be something special. And so that's how I got the idea. I would have had no idea. But just go up and say, hey, your Lunchbox Bobby Bone show. And the cop knew what the show was. Did the cop know the show? Yeah, he was like, oh, okay, Uh. yeah, that's cool. And then they said, ah, ah, ah. Because I guess he was radioing people to see if it was okay if I went the other way. And, hey, when you got stature, you got stature. That's like when you go into a restaurant. Back when there used to be a wait, you always say, hey, Lunchbox Bobby Bone show. Oh, okay, yeah, we got a table available right now for you. Got to do it, guys. That's the perks of having this job.
1: I've never done that. I and would never ever. do that. It's embarrassing. Why? And I know for a fact there's times you've done that, and they've said, okay, take a seat. We'll, we'll buzz your beeper when we have <laughs> You're your right. table.
4: Some, sometimes people <laughs> don't respect. Mr. <Mister laughs> Lunchpail, uh, whoever you are,
0: <laughs> we'll get to you yeah. after everybody else. Wait, mm-hmm. it did work there.
4: If you knew it was going to work, would you do it? No. Me either. You'd rather wait in line for hours? I wouldn't go yeah, and wait was, in line was, for hours. Yeah, I well, I think go. I think the smarter thing would have been to go on the weeknights when not as many people are there. We, you know, tried to go on a weekend when it's busier, but I'm telling you guys, when you have the chance, use your name. Bobby Bones carries a lot of clout. Amy, you carry a lot of clout with your name.
3: That's no, true because actually, he probably wouldn't no. have been able to get in if he didn't say the Bobby Bones show. Like, lunch, I'm Lunchbox. you would have been like, well, I don't know who you are. What? Right.
0: Are, I'm Lunchbox from the Sore Losers podcast. Definitely. get Turn around and get back in line. Yeah, yeah. That's Just, go yeah. Just go home. Just go home. Question was, can you name the only two Christmas songs to go number one on Billboard? Not the Christmas chart, but the number one all song. You're talking like Old Town Road was the number one song. Yes. You're talking back in the day, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, oh, Drake. Man. Same chart. Okay.
3: You're not saying old, old people like Bing Crosby, so that's good.
1: Well, I'm just saying. But it could be. Like, honestly, there could be... I went with hits that I think are hits, but it could be more classics.
0: And so you all agreed on... Mariah Carey, All All I Want for Christmas. Okay. So, originally released in 1994, All I Want for Christmas was ineligible to chart on the Hot 100 because no physical copies were ever commercially available. But... However... But it uh, spent three weeks at number one in yeah. 2019. Yeah! Pay me, my friends. No. No, it what? has to, to be the both. number Halfway. one. Okay. You I don't have know. to get yeah. both. Okay. I may need to change. So it wasn't... you. Oh, I'll let you change. Whatever you want. Change it, please.
1: No, no, he can't change. Why not? No. No.
4: Does he, he hasn't learned anything new. Did uh, he Google anything? No. I believe no. him. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't Google. I'm just starting to think... That if it wasn't eligible in ninety whatever, there was no. But it was eligible because there was no physical copy. Right, right. But I don't think there was any physical copies back in Elvis's day. Yes, there was. was only physical copies. All records. Yeah, tons of records. You can't download it, Elvis. (laughs) Pretty mama's get
0: on iTunes. Uh, Here's a download card right there, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Download Blue Christmas. It's only seven cents. Download (laughs) whatever you got. Spotify, pretty mama. Yeah. Or
1: iHeartRadio. Yeah. How about that? Well, I was confused
4: on how in 94 there were no physical copies then. There wasn't download in 94.
1: Okay, because they, the, of the way they released it.
4: All right, I'll, I'll you changing? St- right. I'll stick with Elvis. Are you Okay. I think it's a bad move, and I think it's going to be one of those boy banders.
1: But if he was willing to let you change, it makes me think it is Elvis.
4: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
4: We're starting to figure you
0: out, Bones. Well, I'll tell you, first of all, there was one that was really close. January... Of 2020, this past year, oh. Brenda Lee's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree had climbed to number two.
1: You met her.
3: She
0: lives, apparently, real close to me.
3: Oh, she lives here. Lunchbox has met her, he just went, who? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where'd you meet her? I've, I've
3: never met her in I don't know who that yeah, is. What, the, Humane, the Humane Association thing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember. So this one didn't make it, but there is one more that made it. Is it Elvis? No.
3: Oh, my goodness. What else
0: do you think it is?
1: I, oh, the
3: other one would be Bing Crosby, White Christmas, or,
1: or
0: it
3: was one of the back- Jingle
1: Bell, Jingle Bell, oh. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Is that no. Jingle Bell?
0: The Jackson Five. Oh, I
3: saw Mama kissing Santa Claus.
0: Yep. No. Oh, no. I I tell you, I love this song. Yeah. When it comes on, I
4: light up. Oh, Michael Bublé.
0: <laughs>
1: this <laughs> is the next winner. Yeah. Then it's in sync. Merry Christmas. It is not. Oh, boo. Uh,
4: has to be.
0: The answer is. Fred Eldridge. The Chipmunk song. Really? This Christmas it's
3: time, it's time
0: is
2: here. Yep.
0: By David Seville days. and the Chipmunks for four weeks in 1958.
4: Oh, that was a day. So, all your
0: theories about old songs not being on the chart? We were close though. Yeah, we were.
4: <laughs> no, you weren't. That sounds like Eldridge <laughs> Chipmunks. Here.
1: Me, I want a hula hoop. Oh, man, those are the days. Alvin? A hula hoop is the day? Alvin? Alvin! Okay!
2: <laughs>
4: Bobby Bone Show.
2: Bonehead. Story of the day.
4: This story comes to us from the UK. There was a man that got six months in jail for burping on 911 calls. Cash rates emergency. <laughs> Yes, hi. I, I mean, obviously I know what
2: you're doing, but you, you did this. You, you were doing this the other day. Hello.
4: He got jailed for that? He got six months in jail for that. Got out, and he's doing it again. So he's back in jail. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson. I wonder yeah. what he's getting out of that.
0: Wow. You go to jail, you get something completely different. Could it be that he has a real burping problem? And he's trying to say help. <laughs> he keeps getting robbed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Probably not, though. All right, Lunchbox. I'm
4: Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day.
0: Vin Diesel stopped on the side of the road and helped a woman change her tire. Just pulled over and did the deal. How cool is that? (laughs) It would be so cool. Yeah. Because you know, while he was down, you would do that that selfie where you're trying to sneak (laughs) it over your shoulder. Oh, for sure. Per NYC's Joan Wall, quote, on the 405 near the Los Angeles airport, my car broke down, a flat. I pull over to the shoulder, I put on emergency blinkers. I hang a white hanky out the driver's side. I call AAA. The oh, wow. car stops behind me. Out steps someone who knows, who they know from uh, seeing on TV or in the movies, and he says it's Vin Diesel. I open the trunk. He pulls out a jack and a spare. <laughs> changes the flat tire. I thank him. Give him a hug and some handy wipes. He jumps back in the car and off he went. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. really cool.
4: Yeah. Bobbybones.com.